In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I share a unique Microsoft tool with an uncomfortable name, my family of origin work history makes a visit, and we do a bring your problem to work day and share a client problem with each other. Welcome, everybody, to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast and podcast training history. I'm Brian Neal. I'm Bill Cass. Kind of jacked that one up today. Hey, uh, everyone, we're getting uh, hits for the fall season of sales meetings. So if you want us to come out and visit you, send us an email. Uh, just put in the subject line, come see us. We got a couple of those this week, actually. And uh, we'll take you through the process on what it would be like to bring Bill in, to bring Brian in, or to bring both of us in to your sales meeting. Uh, if you want to uh, jazz it up a little bit, have a good outcome. You know, we go to these sales meetings and we, we do our gig. And then almost always people come up afterwards and they're like, that was the best mm-hmm. sales meeting thing we've ever seen mm-hmm. that's not a brag statement on us that's just that's just, that, sure people run out of lousy. stuff sure it's just right it's just people sales. run out of stuff and when you get us two together the podcast stuff it's just a unique cool fun thing and it's not just fun you'll get usable stuff mm-hmm. we dig into the audience we pass out money it's one of the little mm-hmm. things fun things we do give away cash we bribe people bribe our audiences you know what i love to and here's a recommendation if you have us out make sure there's music there yeah we're like music. when you're coming back from yeah. break or going to break yeah. uh, there's nothing worse than 100 people entering into a hall that's stone silent yes. and it's like ugh. Yeah. So have a little music, a little good, a good playlist. Brian, I know you've got some we'll really bring, strong yeah, we'll playlists. In. Yeah, and we're trying to like you know trying to add. I was listening to a uh, my daughter was playing a Spotify Spotify playlist the other night. It was really good, and it was basically she's a senior in high school, and it was music from like the two thousand and tens. And you know what the the, the Spotify uh, the guy who did it the playlist. You know what the title of the playlist was called, and it was from two thousand ten mm-hmm. two thousand twelve. Throwback throwback i'm like throwback like this was this was popular like when you know the uh, my i was having kids and stuff like that it's just funny much of a the perception of throwback toss seven, seven yeah. weeks later um hey you're a mac user mm-hmm. i'm a mac user mm-hmm. there is a function on the mac the called great you know, there's another I know subject bill for those of you who don't know bill has really big hands and um is really good at shortcuts on a keyboard mm-hmm. and he can do a four key Keyboard shortcut yeah. with uh, with one hand. It's really amazing to yeah. see. Maybe we'll get a picture video. But there's a thing. There's a little uh, app on the Mac called Grab. You know what Grab is? Grab, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Travis knows Grab. Screenshot? The, yeah, screenshot? but it's like okay. yeah, Grab. Is there a separate like, app? Yeah. Or it's, I don't know if it's, it's on my Mac. So okay. it's a screenshot thing, right? Yeah. So you want to do that? Yeah. Well, I was at a client who uses Microsoft products on one of those big smart boards. And the little section came up, and here is what the Microsoft version of Grab is called. And I'm showing this to Bill. Do you see what it's called there? Surface Lagoon? No, down down a couple with the scissors. Snipping tool. Snipping tool. <laughs> and I'm going, now wait who a second. Who came up with that? Yep. Now, for those of you who've had kids and decided the men who don't want to have mm-hmm. kids anymore, there's a verb for that, right? We usually say, no, I got snipped. That's what you say, <laughs> yeah. right? And I thought, who in the God's green earth would yeah. name the yeah. screenshot thing at Microsoft snipping tool? It just didn't feel right for me. If you're getting ready to name something in your company and you have meetings Uh-oh. about what the name right. is, just film those. Please film Seriously. those and send them to us because like, we want to know how oh, wait, these wait, wait. names come I got about. it. I got it. I got it. Snipping tool. Oh, oh done. Oh, you Guys like that? Everybody yeah. like that? You Everybody have a snipping tool? We good? Everybody yeah. have an objection. <laughs> Nobody has an objection, so let's I'm go. I'm going to call it. my urologist and ask him if he could post some of his snipping tools up on the uh, website there. Yeah, I like Is screenshot. It? Yeah. I just like another reason. You know, I hate, you know, Microsoft's going to kill us, but I'm a mad guy. 
Although they helped the stock market yesterday. Oh, did they ever? Holy schmuckies. All right. Really good. Hey, gang, before we get into our topic, question again, are you skipping lunch every day so you have time to complete all those tasky things, calls, emails, texts, other sales touches that you have to do to build your sales pipeline? Gosh, I hope not. Outreach.io, the leading sales engagement platform, supports you, the sales rep, and your manager by making it simple to humanize and personalize communication at scale automating some of the soul-sucking manual work and dramatically increasing the productivity and efficiency of all of your revenue-generating teams. You can check them out at outreach.io slash ASP. That's outreach.io slash ASP and chat with them. And you'll receive a free copy of their book on sales engagement, aptly titled The Book on Sales Engagement. Go to outreach.io slash ASP. That's outreach.io slash ASP. So topic today is uh, Brian and I have, you know, we... Uh, run the gamut from having topics prepared and all scripted out, not, <laughs> to, uh, you know, just things that we hear at our clients. And so we thought what we do today is do a little rant where he brings a problem that he's seen some of his clients wrestle with. I'll bring one similarly, and we'll kind of uh, play off each other a little bit and talk about how we can help. So we're, I, I am confident that the topic that I've heard from my clients applies to a lot of our listeners. And I suspect you, same thing too. And I, and I, I'm just going to tell you, not, not because I don't love you, but I picked a hard one. I picked one that I struggle with because I need some input Mm. on what you think you, we should do with this. I picked one that sounds easy, but in between Uh, knowing it and doing it is like a a gap five miles long. You need a snipping tool to get past that gap. (laughs) So um, you want to go first? You want me to? Uh, I'll go. Okay, because this came up uh, essentially twice in the same training session yesterday. Situation here is that I'm dialoguing. So my client is selling something to their customer. And um, there is a process that happens away from where they are, an approval process like a legal documentation. Yeah, so um, yeah, let's say I'm going to buy a new computer system. And I've talked to the users. And they're all in. They're good to go. Budget's approved. Everything's good. They're just waiting on air quotes, final sign-off from corporate. Okay, That's a thing that came up twice yesterday. Uh, and my client has been checking in, air quotes again, mm-hmm. uh, and going, you know, uh, and, and the check-ins now are like, have you heard anything yet? No, still waiting, yeah. but I haven't forgot yeah. about you yet. It's no, illegal. We should be good. It's, it's illegal. In it's in contract. It's in procurement and that sort of thing. And so my client's, client's asking me, what do I do with this? What do I do with that situation? And so I'd love your input on what you think someone should do when they get the question or the statement back from the customer. Um, we should, we're all good, all yeah. positive, good, yeah. we're approved, just waiting on final sign-off, just waiting on legal, just waiting on procurement. Yeah, I had this very thing happen in one of my groups by a guy who it's the biggest, it's the biggest deal in the company's history. Oh, and it's a hospital, a large hospital chain yeah, in California. This, yes, hot, hot, one of these was a hospital. Okay, yeah. There's the just lots of procurement lots of and pre- legal yes, contracts. Lots of jobs yeah. in the hospitals. <laughs> okay, so... Bill's my, making a face my that mind, I like, oh, Yeah, my mind yeah. first goes to don't do anything that'll jack it up. Okay, that's good. So sometimes that's I really think good. we get we get frustrated and impatient. It's like, okay, well, we need to call the CEO. It's like, wait a minute. Don't do anything that you would be sorry for later. Yes. So do first do no harm. Is that the Hippocratic Hippocratic Oath? Yeah. For, yeah it is. Speaking yeah. of hospitals. Speaking of hypocrites. Yes, we yeah. should have worn our scrubs today. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should podcast in scrubs next mm-hmm. time. When we're diagnosing, we'll get one of those, what are those things called? Stethoscopes? Did you mm-hmm. put in your ears and you listen to the heart? We should. Do that's that. what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that's what that was called? I'm just asking. Just well, wondering. you know, have much of a background in <laughs> medical. 
Yeah, so that's the first thing I would think of. I like that. Do no harm. Yeah, do no harm. That's really good. And you could even say that to the person and reference the Hippocratic Oath. You know, I know Since when this you do people in procurement, <laughs> oh, this is not the hospital. And then the second thing I gave my client to do was go prospect. Because oh. what, what are you going to do? How are you exactly. going to influence an attorney that sits in a back room somewhere who's where the paperwork is on his or her desk? I mean, right. are you really going to do anything? Calling the person to check in is okay occasionally, but at some point, is that person like, look, I told you last week for the last seven times. Yeah. So if you can bring value to that equation, if you can bring something different or valuable, then I'd say do it. But if yeah. you're just calling checking in, I don't like that. I love that idea of, I love the, the let it let it be. Just be still with it because everyone freaks out about it. And then I think, okay, so if we do something different, do we think something's going to change? So do we think if we call the procurement guy, you know, that he's going to like that and that's going to go well? Yeah. Usually not because yeah. it's illegal. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, who are you? I get, you know, yeah. and they're so far removed from what's really going on. It's more of a tactical um, administrative thing. Like yeah. they're going through a stack of papers on their desk, looking at them one at a time, that's analyzing right. them, putting them in the computer Priorities system, don't right? figure no, into this. They, no, they're, they're not. It's just a stack. They're, they're, um, it's a you know, they've got a high authority thing, but they don't have any influence and they're not a user of the thing. So um, I'm with you on the uh, – I love, I love the prospecting. That's a really good angle that I didn't take with my client. I do love the idea of if I'm going to play the check-in game – can I be valuable? In other words, can I, if I know this client or customer has other problems outside of what I do, you know, so if they're having trouble um, hiring or finding labor and I've got a client that's mm-hmm. in the staffing mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. I'm like, you stay know, hey, front of them. Yeah, yeah, just stay, just say, hey, I know, you know, the, the, a side of our deal as we're waiting on it, I'm trying to think of other ways I can be helpful here. I know you mentioned you're struggling to fill your second shift. I've got a buddy who's in that business. Would you be cool if I connected you yeah. guys? Just stuff like that. Or if I don't valuable. get this deal, I might be interested yes, exactly in that second shift right. position. We call it, I'm from Evansville, Indiana, small town, southern Indiana, on the border of Kentucky. We called it second trick. Did you ever call oh, it no, that? Second, That's what no. we did back in the day. Yeah. I know you grew up in Carmel. You probably have a lot of we factory workers in Carmel, did <laughs> no, you? Know? A lot of men. Working second trick. And you know what else you say when you got a job at those places? You, I got on. I got on it. Yeah, I got on. I got I got on. Well, I heard he's working thirds. He got on third trick? Yeah, he got on third trick. Oh, really? Did you hear about that? Yeah, Easy. Kenny. Easy. Kenny got <laughs> These are my people. I know. This is where I, I grew know. up. I love it. Yeah, I heard, Ken, I heard Kenny. I heard Kenny got on third trick down in Alcoa. Okay, so will. here's yeah. mine. Uh, if we can get Some off fun third trick thing, <laughs> Evansville <laughs> shtick. Sorry. Uh, so I don't know if that helps. I, I, it's, I think it's that it's different. It's I think different. that I like detach. It. I think we just have to say, okay, I've done all I can, yeah. and I've just got to keep moving through the market. And yes. if I obsess about it and I start to lose sleep and then and then they call and I call them back in five minutes. Oh yeah. man, I then it just you feels feels needy to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my problem is, and uh, and I face this a little bit, but also my clients do, is everybody knows they need to be doing more content. Mm. I don't th- I don't think we're at a place where we need to convince sales professionals, especially in the B2B area, to create content for LinkedIn any social platform you're on. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of being on all of them, although if all, if your clients are on all of them, then you probably need to be. But let's just say LinkedIn, since yeah. that's probably the primary one. And so everybody knows they need to create content, but the, the gap between creating it or knowing it and actually doing it and hitting publish is a big gap. It is. And people will make up all sorts of excuses 
And then occasionally, uh, I've got a group where there's one lady who's just like clockwork. She's doing it every day, and, and her, her views are going up. She's yeah. starting to get good comments. So it's not that it doesn't work. It's just that the gap is big mm. between knowing and doing. Yes. What do you tell them? It's what we do, and we don't know the answer. We stop and think. Now, if there were a class in here, what I'd say, well, I know what I'd do. What would you guys do? But yeah, I don't really know what no I do. Idea no, what I have no do. idea. It's a yeah. trainer trick. No, not really. Um, so this is a good. And I think, well, to your point, I, I know I have this sort of battle internally. And I notice I go in spurts where I kind of get in the mood to social media. I've, you know, I'll catch a wave you and I'll be doing up. something. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I have some fun with it. Then I notice myself getting lost in it. And then I, like, don't pay attention to my kids or my wife or my friends. or I'm just, And so I'm like, i got to stop this, right? So I pull back away from it. Um, so I think uh, the first advice I give to people is um, most of us have a social media uh, modality, big word, that we feel the most comfortable with. So some people like to write right. funny things. Some yeah. people like to do a video. Some people like an audio. Some people like to forward Images. something. Image it, whatever. That's your, your, so I first, I start with of all the things I could do, what is the easiest for me and do I like the most? Mm -hmm. That kind of raises the odds that I'll do that. And I would start there. Because I think what some people do is we tell them or they hear from you or me, you need to be doing LinkedIn videos. You need to be doing videos, videos, videos. And they're going, oh my God, I hate how I look. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So I just can't, you know. Um, but they're really good. They post on Facebook all the time, funny sayings, or they're really good at forwarding funny YouTubes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you're already doing, think about that that you like to do and just transfer it maybe to a different platform. So if someone is like, hey, I'm a, I'm a person who sends you know funny jokes or little uh, quote cards on LinkedIn all the time or on Facebook all the time, I just put it yeah, over on LinkedIn. Like that. I'm already yeah. doing it, right? Um, I, did give, I do give people the rule because what I find is a lot of people will spend hours and hours on personal social media and say they don't have time to do business yeah. social media. Yeah. And if I audit them and I stand over their shoulder and I see it when I walk around my clients, you see them on Facebook and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they're there. One of the rules I say is anytime you do post, they know you're there hovering over them. Uh, no, I'm or usually, do you like wear a mask? I'm in costume, like the beard. I'm always in costume. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I wear I wear a, a UPS. I go browns. Oh, good. All browns. Yeah, brown good. shorts, yeah. brown tops, brown okay. hat. Yeah, and I go in. Look, you look kind of like Ace that. Ventura and Pet Detective. Remember that it's the opening scene? Uh, so I um, say make them a rule for themselves. So anytime you post on this one, you post on that one. So if you're going to put something on Instagram, you have to go put something on yeah. LinkedIn because I'm trying to connect the habits that they already have and leverage yeah, those. Yeah, they've already done it, so totally. now it's just a matter of do it. So, yeah, do the same thing somewhere else mm -hmm. or just forces that, that behavior. Um, the other thing that this is more of a step-back philosophy thing, and I've got a couple clients that I challenge, and they've done such a good job. I think I can talk about them. Uh, Lori Flooring, Jack Lori Flooring Group in Indianapolis. There's some sales guys there. They're all guys, so I can say that because um, I think they have uh, two females, women who haven't yet played this game, but they started posting videos. This was really helpful. They had a little internal contest to see who could, you know, do the most videos and they started going. Then they started to like put each other in each other's videos, the sales team. Oh, good. And yeah. they're having some fun with it now and they're kind of like throwing it back and challenging each other and stuff like that and talking about each other in their own videos. So now it's the group. That's great. It's really yeah. good. It's been really yeah. helpful. So a sales team listening mm -hmm. may think about doing that. If they're individually uncomfortable, you can do a group one. I've got another group where they've got three ladies who you're like, oh, I don't know about this. I'm like, just do it together. So they all do this little thing. They stand behind this table and yeah. don't worry about the stickiness of it. Just do it. Yeah. So it's and another plus it gets three, they got three it does, people. And three uh, people to post with one video. Yeah. So it's much more efficient that yeah. way. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, if you're a sales leader, I've, I've got a sales leader in one of my management groups, and he's doing that very thing. It's, it's, it's not a contest as much as it is just a brainstorming session. Yeah, just, and everybody yeah. brings a one-minute or two-minute video. Yeah. Uh, they're doing it next month, and everybody's yeah. got to bring one. Even the pr- people who say they're not good on video, doesn't matter. No. And then... Uh, and then there's a, a little bit of life behind it instead yes. of it feeling like an assignment and a yes, burden. It does. Yeah. You just have fun with it. Social media is just, and the other thing I tell people too to step back, you know, we, we talk about this idea sometimes of uh, inflated self importance, inflated self importance. When you put a video up, you know, it's going to fly through the feeds of everyone in minutes. And it, then it, you're, you're buried. Yeah, so it's right. not like you're going to put a video up and your life's going to change one way or one the way other. Or another, you know, it's yeah. not like you're going to put a video up. People are like, that was awful. I saw your video. I was really embarrassed for you. Yeah, People aren't yeah. going to do that. They're going to zip by I watched it, it several times. I, well, I did. Yeah, I pray. showed it to just a couple of friends of mine. I'm not sure why you did that. Did you think before you did that? It's like, <laughs> exactly. like come on, man. And so don't worry. Don't be so worried or that people care that as much bad, as you think they do. You can delete it. <laughs> exactly. You can delete it. And you know what? If it's that bad, sometimes it'll be viral and it'll be Famous. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, do you remember the uh, kid from a Ball State University back in the early two thousands or nineties? The the uh, boom goes the dynamite. So anyone listening, just no. Google "boom goes the dynamite." It's this poor kid who his freshman year was in a sports casting class or a broadcasting class, got thrown into the sports desk late, and he's trying to read over the highlights. You know how they do that, and it's just and he falls apart. The kid just falls apart, and God bless him. And I think he's still in the business. Someone told me. Yeah. Um, but I felt you felt bad for him. Point is, the guy's world famous for "Boom Goes the Dynamite." Yeah. So listeners will know this, and uh, you can tag us or put in there "Boom Goes the Dynamite." Oh, do you remember the BBC interview with the guy who was an expert yes. on North Korea, where he was <laughs> in his house and his, his kids kid came, came in, in and his totally. wife came in, and he literally almost had a oh. breakdown after that because he never thought he'd be invited back to BBC. Well, right. now they love him. They love him. They, He's yeah, the best. They bring his kid him. on, right? <laughs> it's right. It's funny yeah, how we, we are. bring him anymore. Funny how we are. All right, good stuff. Yeah, so one thing I would have to add to that social media thing is is content is always an issue as well. So once I decide, okay, I'm going to shoot video or audio or whatever, what what am I going to say? Yeah. And one simple thing that I tell people is just just go back and think about what are the top 10 questions that your customers or prospects ask of you? What, what are just 10 questions? And then just shoot a video or do a piece of content on each one of those questions separately. Yep. And uh, I was talking to one of my clients the other day who's been in the business 30 years in his business. And he goes, I just don't know what to, what to write. And I'm like, 30 years. Yeah. 30 years you've been helping customers and clients and strategic. You've been helpful for 30 years. And you can't think of what to write. No. And I slapped him across the face. Did you? That was a good and move. He I said, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Coach. Then he called the cops. <laughs> yeah. He says, thanks, coach. <laughs> I said, no problem, you son of a Okay. All right. So if you uh, have a retreat coming up or a sales meeting, we'd love to come see you. Just send us an email at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Title on the subject line, come see us. We've also got 10,800 people on our LinkedIn group. We do. So make sure you go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. Yep. Or you go to LinkedIn and search for Advanced Selling Podcast. You can do it. All, there's all way. different doors. You'll find all it. Different a lot doors. of doors to the group. Yeah. So see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.